TDI Symposium. Um, let me just tell you, first of all, these two people right here, I had to wait till the end of the day. I can't get no ender, right? We are at the bottom of the knife here because these two people have been highly sought after. They were speakers today that people were just glued, taking pictures of what they had. So you are in store for something special. So can you both please introduce yourselves and what did y'all talk about today? Hi, I'm Dr. Joanna Jenkins and we spoke about inclusive leadership. And I am Dr. Oyama Kenzo Brian Selassie. I go by Dr. Okenzo. Okay. First of all, they're going to give us this um, very much so formal introduction. <laughs> yeah. They can't get dressed in place. First of all, y'all can't see us, but they are dressed to the T. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jenkins came in here all white, was like, and I am here, and what, let me know what my clothes are. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get that free. I was like, where's Shondaland? I know. I was like, you <laughs> like, where's Shondaland? And then now uh, this other doctor, <laughs> Selassie, uh, came in with a to wear Nigerian attire on a regular, ongoing basis so that way it, it, it demonstrates an expanded scope of what professionalism looks like in your own cultural context. That's important. But with That's the flannel though, they had to throw the flannel so, on there. interestingly enough, the flannel is flannel in America, but in Edoma culture in Nigeria, these are the colors that represent that culture. Come so on, yeah. get that shit going. to this sense that um, so in my personal life I, I don't call them big pivots I call them the end of writing one chapter and the new beginning of writing another chapter but when I consider how much pivoting everybody was doing when she talked about the big pivot I was like I'm big pivoting I'm in this so let me see what other people are doing because it's one thing to do a big pivot by yourself. It's something else to do big pivot as a collective. As a collective. Yes. You know, there you go. Yes. Like, as yes. a collection, yes. it matters. And you it matters. feel the energy. Something y'all yes. brought up in y'all presentation. I mean, I was just so floored by was that the 
right place. Um, they're challenged the status quo, like showing up differently. Like, no, this is my authentic self. This is how I want to be. Right. And we're all seemingly curious and learning. Like, right. we're all yes. just like at this point, we're all like, you know what? I don't mind being a student. I want to be vulnerable and be vulnerable with others. Yeah. Have y'all seen some of that happening? Where like every day? I mean, in your experiences? Absolutely. So I'm a researcher. My background, I look at paradigm shifts, and I know the structural framework for revolutions, and that's where a lot of the passion and excitement comes from, is because I know what's coming. I know what the possibility is. I know how a paradigm shift emerges in this infinitesimal state, and it's really important to let people know what's going on so that we can make this collective big shift and pivot, because if not, we do remain in the status quo. So as we talked about in our presentation, these opportunities come along once in a generation, once yes. in a hundred years. And when you study change, when you study change management, you start to see the signs, you see the crisis, you see that crisis is opportunity. And because we're going through this crisis, I want to pull this opportunity out of it. I want this yes. beauty. Like we, I mean, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot continually, oh, yes. but these last few years have been really tumultuous, Absolutely. and I need for us to all get our reward. Absolutely. Like I want us to pull it out of it. So, because what would happen if right. people didn't say, "I'm gonna get on this and like figure out what I want in life and everything"? You That's know? what's interesting about a revolution is that a revolution can just be a cycle, or a revolution can be transformation. Yeah. Is the difference in that? You can literally go around. That's a revolution. It's like I made this complete circle. I made this 360. When you have a different mindset, that's transformation, and you get to level up. And we all deserve to. We're a revolution because transcendent. I'm shocked, y'all. I mean, y'all been saying revolution so many times. I was like, see, say put it. Like we, we say put it. Yes. of a positive connotation to it. And I think it's so interesting. It's my first time like, I'm in shock. Yeah, well, and I think it's so interesting too in such a time where our country is so divided. The world is so divided. And so many, like, catastrophes are happening all over the world. It's like, hold on to, like, yes. your values. And I love that y'all use Ooh, that's, the values. That's, 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 that's oh, spreadsheet. Values, I can't wait to the, the, the out. secrets, <laughs> the, the boundaries. I'm already crying. Oh, my God. Like the boundaries are so important because us as inclusive leaders, we have to practice self-care. Yes. It's not just something that yes. we talk about or something that you do in terms of, oh, I need to take a bubble bath or I need to not take yes. um, calls. But it's a lifestyle. It's something that you need to do. And you need to model it so that so your you employees can be sustainable. Can, yeah. So you can be sustainable. This is not, you know, a, it's a journey. And you have to be sustainable because we yeah. want we want that level up like we want to be able to get everything so do you feel like and i know i'm like digress we're gonna have to get y'all on like yeah we gotta get y'all on podcast because like one of the things that like i learned culturally seeing like coming from generations of women hustlers that like they work so much you know right all the time seven days a week 24 7 and i have that behavior in me right so part of me is saying be successful unless I work in this way but I also know that I need to 
prioritize myself and spend time for myself and for my children and all that stuff. So, what, what do you, can you have success and self care? Absolutely. So, I, I generally think, like, when we're talking about, as it relates to the big pivot, we're also talking about the state of enlightenment, right? So, like, in our presentation, you know, Dr. Jenkins said, you know, this is the great awakening. That's broad. Like, so, most, most of us have spent our lives saying we either can be this or that in a very limited spectrum of a dichotomy. And now with this awakening, people are like, oh, I'm going to be this and that and this and this and this and this and this and that thing that that weight that has generationally weighed my family down yes I gotta let that go so that me and this next generation we get to be free from that and transform the dynamic of how we gonna show up in the world right that's a powerful situation and being present and acknowledging like it's like how do you convert or transform that into the energy or the fuel that you need so you take all of that work and sacrifice that your family did and now you use that as something that allows you to transcend to the next level because continuing to do that it's like you know you miss your opportunity that's one of the biggest things about studying change and studying paradigm shift is knowing the signs and when you do work and you're not present you're not always connected to your instincts and so when your instincts let you know hey this is ourselves with so much like futile stuff that we stopped forgetting what was really important and started building in fear that if we oh. if we took on the responsibility of actually doing the work to tell ourselves yeah. the truth mm-hmm. who will we realize we have become okay. and who will we have the potential yeah. to be because some folks are just running away from their greatness right. just because they don't know what that really right. looks like right. Right? it is scary though it's not act like it's it not is scary
talked about either whether spiritually or however you use that word to motivate you internally, right? The, the way y'all navigated that conversation was impeccable because it was almost like, oh, it's an intrinsic piece. And we don't really speak to the intrinsic pieces of that energy because what has happened is we spend so much time training you out of that. Technically, right. I train you out of it. I yeah. train you out yeah. of thinking about your instincts. Because you can't you. control that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. So I thought that was magnificent. Why, why was that important to add in your leadership? Well, you know, it's funny because not only did we add it in our inclusive leadership, but we really practiced that, right? Like, we, so, to be especially a black male that can respect and honor the space of a black female and to see her PhD and my PhD as having the same merit, even though we have respective different disciplines, allows us also the space to be able to see each other as human beings sharing an experience together, right? Like it, it just levels the field. So for her greatest uh, comfortability, engaging in the fullness of who she is as a research scholar, I'm like, however you show up, however you bring this, I'll bring me and we'll do this together. So we didn't rehearse, we didn't what? practice, no. nothing. I got off the I'm, plane. I'm an introvert. What? So I was like, I'm gonna be at the podium. And I love research and numbers. I was like, this is what, you know, we need to share and operate yes. from our strengths. Yes. And that's what we needed to demonstrate. That I said, was I'm the energy the that we needed I'll, to I'll, about the pie model. 
model performance imaging exposure. What is exposure these days, right? Is it turning on your video versus smooching and boosting at a tailgate, right? Yeah. The, the paradigm has really shifted to the point where we need to redefine that and be more inclusive about how we do that, have that conversation. experience about how I want to self-define. That speaks to that element of that psychological availability, right? And so it's the ability to be able to say, how do I create a community of people that I can trust? Like, it's only because I can trust the, the relationship, the energy, the, the experience that we have together that I can say, I don't have to see any of your PowerPoints. I know you're going to be on point, right? And it's the only way that she could say, I know you don't have to see it. I know you're going to show up and just... That's what I'm saying. That's not any different than what we do. It allows them the ability to connect with people that you then are able to foster that with very genuinely. And then what do you do? What do you have when you have a dynamic that doesn't have fear? Absolutely. When, when you, you remove this disempowering thought so about much. anything that you're going to engage in. of inclusive leaders 
within their organizations, with themselves, within teams. So it's definitely a transformational experience. Transformational for organizations, communities on every level. Can I offer just one thing that I would love to see on that worksheet? Yes. Lies that I've told myself. So I would be more honest about that. Right. Because that one about hiding, oh, it turned, I mean, the yes. one about what have you been hiding and how, and it was like, and the lies that I've told myself, oh my gosh, we've been there all day. Yes. And that's self awareness. That allows the inclusive leader the space and permission to empower others. Absolutely. Once you can really see the situation as it is, you can build it to whatever you want to be. in the t-shirt okay, like, okay. You know, right? like straight up <laughs> I get a notebook and when I'm having the necessity to have a moment of truth with myself that I can't say out loud that's too much for me to just constantly carry thinking about it Self says to your, your past or, or younger self, right? I leave a note actually for myself with whatever that truth is. I write it down, I don't look at it, I close it, and when I'm ready to come back to actually visualize that truth and have that conversation with myself, no. I open that part you up. You ain't gonna leave us with that jewel. And you I'm ain't gonna leave us with that jewel. You ain't gonna now we gotta have a conversation. Like, oh, now we gotta oh dispel this lie into the light of what the truth is going to so be. So you at your house, come on y'all, follow me on this journey, on this bouncing ball here. You in your home, yep. you have a journal yes. with all the things that yes. you have told yourself that you was like, I ain't got time, I don't, I'm not ready for you yet. Yes. That you have placed somewhere and you said when I am ready, I have the capacity, the, the availability, and the courage, right, to go face it. I'm going to go grab this book and go look in there. You better come, just go on get off this podcast. I, 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 I Cannot wish all today. Okay, y'all gonna do that now. <laughs> okay, one one thing I do want to know though, because that that was just too much. We we have a whole podcast on that. But what did y'all take away? Because I mean, y'all gifted us so much. Yes. Like for real. When I will say, me and Liz was back there on this worksheet. We was like, well, well, should we talk? Because you know, we be talking. And I we, I mean, we were like, we were in the zone. But we weren't the only ones taking pictures, leaning over to someone else, saying some things, watching the speaker. I won't say. Because she hasn't disclosed that to our audience, but bear with us about her secrets and the things that came up for her in less than 20 minutes. What did y'all? I mean, y'all gave so much. What did y'all get from the city? It was very powerful for me. Um, one community. I am an advocate of community. I think community is so important in terms of us continuing growing um, our knowledge, our connectivity.
It's a wonderful for me to be able to see, like, oh wow, people actually like this. Yes, this I actually works. Here. I'm like, taking this with me. Yes, and and you know, ultimately, our end goal is that self awareness that empowers you to level up. Yes. And so it's working, and that makes me just feel awesome. That makes me feel uh, well, awesome. Well, you should about it. because it, it left it left something with us. We were all taking pictures, and we couldn't get a copy because it was it meant something to us. Because you know what, we always we don't always have time to coach ourselves but when we do and we're in the safe space where you know the skill set there and the protection is there it allows us that moment to kind of be vulnerable right and we don't often get that that workshop really made that available in that moment and it, it was pretty magical because once again we come across tools all the time right that goes back to what we were talking about before about that intrinsic knowledge that intrinsic power you might see see, see something as a negative but if you look at it again from a different mindset emotional intelligence to connect to collaborate with your team people talk about resilience but you've been doing and you're like wow i literally yeah. have a file i have receipts i've been doing this my whole life yes. i yes. am absolutely prepared i am absolutely empowered i have every skill that i need to fill into whatever career start my own business like you literally look at this and you're like this is this is kids work for me it is like i can do this while i'm so yes. two things I want to highlight that because people will keep receipts on all of the drama, gossip, oh, and dysfunction that's been normalized. But people will not pull receipts on their greatness, yes. on their confidence, on the strength of who they could be, how to potential be, become, etc. Yes. And that's the real thing. So it's like take that energy and make a determination about how you want to show up in the world. For me, I was like, you know, I'm on this red eye from California, coming all the way here. I'm like, man, I'm tired. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know how this will land. But I have a commitment to being service to others. And so the burning question I had to ask myself that I didn't know would get answered here was, if I believe that we are transitioning from this space that really talks about DEI and B and Jedi and all of these dynamics, and I'm through like the Equity Institute where I'm the executive director, I've started talking about what those transitions look like, what will I do? Yes. And then in the end, up on the board is like, prepare to shift into learning and development. Yes. Like, I'm like, yes. there, there you go. So that's just me saying, if you ever are wondering where you can find an answer, you will find answers to questions about your life and service to others. The Always. answers will come to you. Always. You just gotta watch for the signs. Yep. Well, and I feel like you'd be more grounded too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because when I was just serving myself and just me, 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 I was frustrated and angry oh, and like I had no joy and I was blaming others. And when I did that hard work, which was really hard and it was really ugly internally, and then I said, oh, I get this. I need to stop. I need to shift this and like bring my servitude back into my life and practice. And it's, it's beautiful and I wish more people would do that. And it's, and this has happened like our, my kids were young and so we're trying to instill that in them now when they're young so that they always have this mindset of like, I don't care what you do, but you gotta help others. Yeah. Like, the period. It's karma, right? Yes. Like, like if, we, if we don't think of karma so much as this comic, cosmic cycle of, of, of energy that's sort of spiraling and instead think of karma as a series of choices that are oriented around your energy. All 
little cumulative choices that you make about being a service always brings people back in service to you and it just continues to just cycle. Oh, Absolutely. I love it. Well, let me just tell you, it's been a pleasure talking to y'all. It was an honor. I knew what people were chasing. Um, <laughs> good doctor here now. I said, I don't know you, but I just want to interview you because everybody seems to know you and I don't. But I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all have been the pleasure and the joy we needed today. We are going to share about Top of Our Lungs, about the work that y'all are doing. But please tell our listeners what's coming next and how can they connect to the inclusive leadership yes. so they can promote it. Okay. So what's coming next for inclusive leadership is a full launch of the program. We've been working on this for um, over eight months. We've done research. Yes. We did focus groups. We um, did interviews. We have prepared a very dynamic program. It's also measurable. That's something that I'm very passionate about. So it also is going to be accompanied by an assessment that individuals can use themselves and also organizations. So we will be able to measure, establish key performance indicators, have archetypes for inclusive leaders, like everything, as well as a dynamic curriculum that's going to prepare individuals to be research you heard the conversation here if this is any indicator of what that class is going to be like i'm sorry me up put me in there because i want to be in there i'm ready um, but I'm i will ready. ask one, one important thing is there a dress code because i gotta get fabulous if i gotta keep me with the two of them because i'll tell you right now i came with all i had today i don't got nothing else this is it you might see me in class with this on but i had to leave y'all with that but thank you so much for joining us thank we really you. appreciate it